guys. It's Deconversion Therapy, the podcast. We're going to start off with him, number 53 today. <laughs> this is Bonnie leading the uh, brigade and over there in Tennessee. Is Karen, who is also in the Army, Woo! I guess. Salvation of the Army. Yep. Here in Tennessee, where it's finally a little warm because God likes to smile on us. Yeah, today's perfect. I got to get out there. So we're going to read some letters and, uh, <laughs> and and laugh at you. And laugh it's at our favorite time. Yeah, we share your pain. <laughs> I feel we your share pain. The rest of the world. Yeah. And you can send in any more funny true stories at our podcast, uh, deconversiontherapypodcast.com. But, okay, Bonnie, before we move on, I've got a few things. One, we now have a P.O. box, so I'm going to put it down in the details. Don't send us weird, creepy shit. Um, don't. I don't want anything sort of worn that you've worn <laughs> and used. We're, we have guidelines, but... Um, Breathe yeah, right nasal be... strips if you want to send those. <laughs> those are welcome. <laughs> so we've got that. And it's funny because some of our listeners in our different like groups and stuff online said, now we're going to tell this to the Mormons because supposedly the Mormons hang out at P.O. boxes and wait for you to like come check P.O. boxes and then they witness to you while you're there. <laughs> Good luck. I guess that's a strategy. I don't know. Good luck. <laughs> yep. So we've got that. But we have a lot of other things that we have. So we're about to have our party, our Zoom party, which we love. We do it about once a month. And that's for sponsors. It's $7 a month. Now, what prevents you from meeting with us on Zoom? Is it because you are saving your tithe? If it's $7 a month, that means that you're making $70 a month. If that is your situation, <laughs> please don't join. But no, we, we love having more people in those Zoom meetings, and it really helps us. They're parties. Be able to do the things we want to do. You called it a meeting. Who wants to go to a meeting? Oh my Come yes. on. It's a fellowship. Come on. It's fellowship. Every, bring a side dish or a <laughs> side chick, and we will party. When you started up on it, you're like, what's preventing you? And I'm like, oh, that I just know. sounded exactly like, what's preventing you from accepting the Lord and going That's under our exactly. water? So growing up Southern Baptist like Bonnie and I, if you didn't grow up in it, um, it is different in that they had lines they would sort of have to use all the time. I guess Catholics, obviously the same. But one of our people who worked at the church and did the baptizing, I don't think he was even allowed to like speak otherwise. Yes, he was. But he, he never preached. It wasn't like, oh, and this week, you know, we have doodah preaching. But whatever he was supposed to say ended up like turning into just a single sound <laughs> by the end of it. Well, baby, you from heaven said, just water. And that's <laughs> just water. <laughs> that's been our go to thing. Ah, oh, man, we're idiots. Um, 
Hey, I just know, I know everybody's concerned about it. And I love that I'm going to tell everybody something. And the person I'm talking about, Paul, will never know because God forbid he listened to the podcast, which is (laughs) fine. So Paul, who I lovingly, you know, say he's just, he's scattered, you know, he's never on time for anything ever, ever. Um, He goes over to London and I was so excited. He was sending me text messages with photos nonstop telling me what he was doing. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I love your adventure. You know, um, so then it went radio silence. It was so Saturday. I'm like, what's on store? What's in store for you for today? Nothing. Sunday, nothing. Monday. And I'm like, oh my God, what if he did that thing where you don't look the right way and a car going on the left side of the road hit him, you know? And I was like, nope, the likeliest thing is that he lost his phone. I'm like, please don't tell me. So sure enough, on Monday, he answered an email, like, I just got my phone back. I'm like, Oh, can you imagine? And he's never been over there. Thank God they can speak English. That's all I can think. (laughs) So he lost his phone and his uh, ATM card. So he had no access to cash. (laughs) It's awful. Poor thing. And, you know, I mean, when I travel, I'm just the biggest nerd. I'm like, okay, I have to get something that's a crossbody purse. And I'm like touching my phone the whole time. I never let it get anywhere out of my sight. Oh, my God. So he had to cut his whole thing short because he thought he'd never get his phone back. And, um, And his mom was like, well, I'll pay for a flight to get you home. Because what are you going to do? You have no money there and you have no phone. And so oh right after she booked the flight, he got his phone back. <laughs> Karen, I'm so it's sad. It's ADHD. <laughs> I will send him some of my meds. Oh, it just breaks my heart though. Like, and, and his mom was giving him grief about going in the first place and like to have to, oh, to have to deal with, you know, mom was right. You know, Mm -hmm. at an age of being a grown up, what he's like, oh, anyway. So, um, in, in case anyone gave a shit, Paul's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I am related to someone who we went on a quote vacation it was not vacation we snuck into cuba don't worry about it and um, don't worry about then it at the airport he close relative i'll let you guess <laughs> was like oh, i forgot my money the whole time whole time so we just had my money which meant we couldn't even stay like in certain places because it was only my money and that's how we ended up Talking to some guy who's like, I have a room for rent. It belongs to these Dutch people, but they're back in Dutch land. It's what it's called. Deutschland. Um, So we walk in. He gives us the keys. He's like, I live next door. You will stay in this one. We go out that night, stay out late, a partying, come back to our new place, open it up. Tiny little living room, there is a cot unfolded and a snoring grandmother in the middle of the room. And the room is only about 12 by 10. So she's right in the middle. (laughs) Did you get to use the bedroom? We had to sneak 
to the bedroom, and we laughed so hard. And then, of course, unnamed relative gets his video camera, oh, no. which also means we have to sleep in the same bed. <laughs> He gets his video camera, and he's like, I've got to film this. And it was one of the old video cameras that has the light. So you just see, like, this light in the dark and then going over her and watching her snore with her gray hair. We're like, you know, he left out that one detail. Oh, my God. One detail. Oh, my God. You'd never told me that. Yes, I think I did. And then when we get in. The best is just please once more. I forgot my money. (laughs) Oh, I'm telling you. And then we get in our bed. Holy fuck. And um, the sheets, because it's Cuba, they don't have a lot of access to stuff. It is a material I you hold up and you can see through. Thank God, though, because at least it's cool. Well, it it's itchy. It's a, a terrible feeling, and we held it up to the light, and you can take each thread. It was about a ten count, All right? And pull each thread, and my relative was like, "Oh my god, that's not a sheet." I'm like, "It's an abacus. It's where oh you gosh. can." It's like cheesecloth. It. Cheesecloth would have been so comfortable. But yeah, we had many adventures. Please (laughs) ask me about it. You'll love it. It's a new podcast. All right. Let me get to a few things. Uh, Very important that you guys love. One, Bonnie is holding her nose open. If you don't know her (laughs) breathe right strip issue, um, we need more breathe right strips or an ENT person to help her out. But we are now um, official Amazon affiliates. Doesn't take much. But we put it up on our website, and we have our resource books that are our go-to ones that we love for deconstruction, like Bart Aram books. We have some Brene Brown up there. We have Pure, the book that we talked about. So you have your resource books up there, but we're also going to start just putting up our favorite products, <laughs> our Breathe Right strips, a toaster that makes every piece of toast of the face of Jesus on it. Um, Wee-wee pads. Lots of things. <laughs> Tinkle dogs. pads. We have not put that up yet. But if we mention anything or you have any suggestions for us to put up there, you don't pay more. You know how it works. You just click it, buy it through our website for the same amount of money, and we get a little percentage. And we are opening an Amazon alternative, too, because we know we know how things work. We are woke. So speaking Lord. of Amazon, goddamn, pardon my French. I put in Rachel Hollis and looked up the reviews of her book, and now my Amazon account is like, hey, did you forget something? We have suggestions for you. you. It was the yeah. same for me. Great. We want to have the worst Amazon store on a website (laughs) in history. That's our goal. We want it to be such a mishmash. We'll get there. That um, it confuses everybody. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to start getting sponsors for the podcast because we're growing and growing. And when you grow, it costs more money. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, 
But instead of just going with like HelloFresh and mattress companies, if you are a small business owner and you have a service or a product that you want other people to hear about, get in touch with us. You'll see the email and we will give you a discounted rate because seriously, we want your, you know, handmade tampons or whatever okay. you are selling. Here's that a letter you need to get out there. <laughs> Here's a letter. <laughs> they're called they're called artisan tampons. <laughs> they're like lush products where they have the sticker and it's just like hand rolled by Jose. All right, let's read some fucking letters. I told you, Bonnie. I know. I know. I know. All right. So this person, I have to sneak to the bottom. This person says it's okay to use their name on the podcast. So, okay. So this person's name is BJ. And um, the story goes like this. Hi, Karen and Bonnie. I almost hesitate to tell this story as relating the kind of religion, fantasy, addled mind I had as a preschooler. A preschooler (laughs) is a bit embarrassing. But you've both made me laugh so much since discovering your podcast. Oh, that's so nice. That I'm hoping to return the favor even just a little. All right, now you've got to bring it. Okay. I know. High standard, (laughs) jump through hoops. I grew up. Dance, girl, dance. (laughs) I grew up going to a small Baptist school slash daycare in Southern California from ages 2 to 11. Okay, that's similar. Um, Uh, If she said South Florida, we were about to go. What? Lane, is this you? We Lane? don't know yeah. if it's we don't know if BJ is a she uh, or what. Um, true. I grew up going to a small Baptist school slash daycare in Southern California from ages two to eleven. When I was about four, I began to find myself sitting in the corner with with no <laughs> that's not nice to laugh. Sitting in the Whoops. corner with no one to engage with, or sometimes just needing to be still. So I sat in a corner that had an old seemingly unused speaker or amplifier in it sitting beside it felt less lonely than the empty corners (laughs) it's just so i sat there often and began imagining it was secretly alive and my friend (laughs) (laughs) But sadly, we get it. I loved the Muppets and had a vivid imagination. I might have even named the amplifier Fred. (laughs) One day, I noticed near Fred's bottom right corner embedded in his mesh. (laughs) Which we all know what that means was a small straight pin with a single trail of old dried liquid trailing from it. What the hell? Okay. I began to stare at it a lot, trying to work (laughs) out what liquid could be. What that liquid could be. I think my intense interest stemmed from the fact that it looked a lot like old blood, and if it was, my odd friend had a wound that no one had (laughs) cared for. (laughs) Okay. I thought about sneaking in a Band-Aid. <laughs> like, that's awful contraband. But was afraid if I pulled out the pin that it would hurt Fred even more than leaving it in. 
Oh, this person's watched George Clooney on ER. Don't take it out. That's worse. Okay, finally one day, a daycare worker, let's call him Mike, asked me what I was staring at. I pointed to the pin and asked why it looked like blood had come from the amplifier. Don't worry, buddy, I thought. One of the adults will know how to help. Now, being that he was talking to an impressionable, not to mention highly sensitive and imaginative, four-year-old, telling me that he had no idea, but it probably wasn't blood, might have seemed like a wise option. But nope. Okay, you guys, at this point, I have to substitute a word in because John Mulaney will tell you why. And if you don't know Mm -hmm. what that means, look it up after I read it. This shit pile proceeded to tell me that there was a dead little person stuffed into the amplifier. And that was the little person's blood. I swear he even gave the murdered little person a name, but I must have blocked it out. (laughs) (laughs) Horrified, I gaped at him as he smiled down at me with an eerie glint in his eye. I looked at Fred. Oh, Fred, I thought, how could you? (laughs) (laughs) Would have been a great time for Mike to break and say, just kidding, especially seeing how affected I was, but he didn't. Mike never told the truth, and for years I had to go to school believing there was a dead body hidden in there and that the staff knew about it. (laughs) Needless to say, I found another corner to sit in. (laughs) Where the broom was. And avoided ever looking at Fred again. (laughs) Keep up the great work. Can't tell you how much I needed to be able to laugh at all the awful bullshit I was mired in for decades. Thank you for the podcast and the hidden Facebook group. I am very, very grateful. Love you, ladies. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is our imagination, though. Bonnie and I, we know it. Oh, is the sunscreen getting in your eyes again? Don't put on sunscreen before recording. So... I relate to this because when our daughters were young, we bought an expensive vacuum cleaner that was not worth the money. It was Mm -hmm. a Dyson. It was yellow. Everyone remembers it. We did not, could not afford the one on the ball. So it was very (laughs) hard to maneuver. Anywho, it was so expensive that we joked to our little girls that it was their brother. What? They would hug it. They would go, hi, brother. They It got so what? bad that we're like, we had to break it and be like, you know, we're joking, you know. Oh, my God. So it Why went would you from do that? Cute, well, <laughs> it was like so cute funny. skit because it's like, listen, we paid as much for this as we did for you being born. So this is now part of the family. Oh, my God. That's so funny. And then they would be like. We're going to go play with our brother. Did they plug it in and vacuum the fucking house? No. They just like held its little cord and tried to do ring around the rosy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The mesh of the amplifier (laughs) in his mesh. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let me do one. All right. This one is from Rachel. Hey, guys. I'm Rachel. She does not want her name read. And I'm from Washington State. I'm 42 years old. So I grew up with the what would Jesus do, bracelet wearing, purity ring, tote, non-denominational world of the 90s. Mm. I went to several Lutheran schools growing up. 
so many stories. Today's story takes us to fourth grade at Peace Lutheran School, where we had really not enough supervision and too much time to get in trouble. Our fourth grade class had a fresh-faced teacher. Yeah, <laughs> as in <laughs> new liar. Yeah, no longer fresh face, um, who we made cry on the daily. <gasps> Instead of praying before our lunches, I convinced her to let us all pound our desks and chant, we will, we will thank you. What? <laughs> like queen. Yeah. <laughs> Until she finally couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> One time I drew my idea of a penis. What? How did you know that in fourth grade? These people, this youngins, they are very, okay. Only going by my brief glances at my brother's ah! was changing. <laughs> oh, my God. What if you drew it like micro and they were like, <laughs> how did you, I saw my brother's. Okay. Is it because of <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> and I showed it to all my friends, and one of those snitches told the teacher. I yelled indignantly, it's a rocket ship. <laughs> I don't think she was convinced, but thank God she didn't tell my parents. Oh, my God. Another time, my friend accidentally flew his model airplane outside on the playground over the fence and down a ravine. I convinced all us all to tie our jump ropes together and rappel down oh my god cliff to retrieve them oh my god i was at the lookout of course i already had a couple strikes against me from the penis drawing <laughs> and the lunchtime prayer chant idea i wasn't getting caught rappelling down a cliff we did, in fact, retrieve the airplanes. And finally, another favorite memory was how in the lunchroom they had large posters detailing in graphic, Da Vinci-esque detail how Jesus was crucified. Why? We are such a weird culture. Every part of his body that was flayed, stabbed, and nailed oh in gosh. about 20 different posters, full color, blown up, and explained with captions which organs were stabbed, nerve endings cut, etc., etc. I found them grotesquely fascinating. Mm -hmm. I spent most of lunch break standing and staring at them. At the end of fourth grade, my mom wisely pulled me from the school and started homeschooling me for fifth grade. <laughs> Interesting. And that is another story. Thanks for the podcast. I really enjoy them. Oh, my God. Okay, the poster. I love how <laughs> Rachel thinks her mother pulled her out of that school. <laughs> I don't think that's what happened to Rachel, but we'll let you ask your mom. Okay, so the sad part is I think of, like, the Jesus poster with all the different things that happened to him. Like, there's this thing going around right now of an x-ray of Rafael Nadal's body and all the injuries he's had over his whole career. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. Always have to People mention it. People are really into, like, look how much he suffered. He su and Jesus? when our church really got... Yes. Okay. Nadal... <laughs> God, once our church got into it, they somehow got, this is like early tech days, some recording 
that they would look up at the box up in the balcony with the guys who ran the AV, mm-hmm. all weirdly strange, and they would hit play on some tape that played like the nails being oh, hit gosh. into. Do you remember that? So it would echo while they told the Jesus story. Ugh. That, that's like just, the, there's no that need suffering. for that. Um, it is not. It's uncalled for. Okay, but speaking of penises, I also wanted to tell you <laughs> there was a TikTok. There's some place in Toronto, Ontario, in Canada, and it's called what? like Members Only, and they make waffles in the shape of penises. So, and they put them on a stick, and then people are walking around eating them. Why? How this awful. world is going to hell. I know. Well, Canadians are very, you know, non-Christian. Oh, but you know what? <sighs> Somebody on our Zoom party last time was telling us, like, that Canadians aren't as uptight about things as we are. So, like, Yeah, yeah, and that they don't get America, which is weird because of the proximity. But lucky them. You would think <laughs> I would there like would to. be a bit more cultural, like, understanding, but there is a definite line between the two countries yeah of crazy shit being held in by god obviously (laughs) all right so this one's from emily who says hi karen and bonnie i love the podcast that's always so exciting to me i don't care how many times i read it it's so sweet thank you here's my story My mom, bless her heart, is one of those people who brings God into every conversation. (gasps) Oh, that's got to be annoying. It's like me with Nadal. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She does this even... (laughs) Same. Same, same. She does this even when she's meeting someone new. It seems to be her way of feeling out whether that person is a Christian or witnessing to them if they're not. Yeah, I get this a lot in business. Um... Because I'm always showing people stuff, and it has there has to be a little bit of small talk. And they've got to sneak it in. Yep, they got to sneak it in. Even and let here's my rant. I mean, okay. we get to have I get to have one random podcast, right? I don't know. Even during the funny ones on social media, whichever one I am posting on, there's always one Christian that says, "I'm a Christian, but I thought this was funny," yeah. or "I'm a Christian, but I'm like." Why? Why do you have to say it? It's sort of like, Sorry, I need you to know. I'm the cool kind oh. that God is loving, so I just have to say it. You don't. Let God do the work. <laughs> don't you believe he's powerful? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Sorry, Emily. <laughs> um, don't care about Bonnie. A few years ago, I was introducing my partner to my parents for the first time, and my mom started asking him about his family. He mentioned that his sister has three kids and works full-time. My mom responds, oh, she's a Proverbs 31 woman. (laughs) (laughs) While I was cringing inside, my partner, who wasn't raised in a very religious home, didn't respond, and the conversation moved on. Oh, that's nice. So the end, right? Nope. (laughs) When we were alone later, I asked him if he knew what a Proverbs 31 woman was. He goes, oh, that's what she said. I thought she was saying that my sister is a proper sturdy young woman. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. The letter ends. Perfect. (laughs) A proper sturdy young woman. (laughs) All right, here's another one from somebody. My story. 
I was raised Methodist, so a bit less fundamentalist than a lot of listeners. Yeah, I was always jealous of their (laughs) slack-ass church stuff. (laughs) But I did get influenced because Mother was raised a Southern Baptist. (laughs) She converted when she married my dad like a good Southern woman. Eye roll emoji. Um, This led to a childhood and adulthood of my mom bemoaning that she has raised three heathens who aren't involved in church, even though driving us to the youth group took too long (gasps) and then would try to overcome it. (laughs) Sorry. And then would then. Oh, God. And would then try to overcompensate with the Jesus stuff at home. So, frankly, us being heathens is partially her own fault for not indoctrinating us correctly. Not that I'd ever complain. (laughs) Um, Anyway, this is the story of one of the times we accidentally kind of broke our mom's spirit. (laughs) We were in high school and all crammed in the back of the car listening to a cheesy Christian power ballad on the radio because my mom was going through another we're only going to listen to K-Love phase. Caleb. Second chapter of X. Bring it on. Crank it. When the DJ starts taking callers who are sharing their testimony. Oh, that's nice. It's like a letter sode, but not funny. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This poor man gets on. Oh, no. And starts talking about he was planning to kill himself, but prayed to God for a sign to not go through with it. Then he turned on the radio and Caleb was on, which he knew was the sign he had asked for. The actual story was much longer and way more dramatic with a lot of crying, but that's the general idea. So my heathen brothers and I are stuck listening to this man who sounds like he's auditioning for a soap opera. Think that radios stay on the same channel you were playing before you turned it off by God's intervention. (laughs) And we got the church giggles. Can you blame us? So we're squashed like sardines, our ribs breaking as we try to suppress full laughter, and our mom thinks we're laughing at this man's suicide attempt. Explaining ourselves didn't really help because then we just got in trouble for laughing at God intervening at this man's suicide attempt. In the end, our punishment for mocking God was being forced to actually attend the youth group for a few months, and we witnessed some wild shit go down. So pros and cons, I guess. P.S. Been loving the podcast and TikToks. Y'all are just my type of irreverent. That's awesome. Thank you. That's it for this letter. So thank you so much. Send in your your shitty stuff. We love it. (laughs) And if you want to send snail mail, we will do a video opening up your stuff. Awesome. All right. Well, yes. Oh, oh, send a postcard of like where you're from. Yeah, and then I will send the Mormons there. Yeah. So they'll just be, those bikes are going to be worn out by the end of this. The bikes. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Bye.